Reverend Ray Montgomery, like to welcome you to the Navigating Blindness podcast. And on today's show, I have Mindy Evans. How you doing, Mindy? I'm good. How are you? I am doing good. I wanted to bring you on the podcast because October is National Disability Employment Awareness Month. And we really just wanted to highlight the skills of people who are blind and visually impaired and talk to you about how Bosma Enterprises has kind of enhanced your life. So, uh, Mindy, could you tell us what you do here at Bosma Enterprises? Well, I do a lot of things right now. Um, I am officially the assistive technology specialist, so I work over at our corporate center, um, making sure that our technology is up to date, um, researching new technologies that can make us more efficient, etc. Um, but I also have recently started um, on our program side doing some of the training, so I assist um, clients who are going through their rehabilitation process, and I assist in the AT area, which is assistive technology. Okay, and Mindy, you are blind yourself, correct? Yes, sir. So, um, is being blind, has that um, actually hindered you from doing your job? My job here? No, not at all. Okay, and how, for those who may be listening, how do you do your job as a person who is blind? Um, Well, I mean... Honestly, like anyone else, with the exception of I have what's called a screen reader on my computer and or my phone, and I use what's called JAWS, it's Job Access with Speech, and it basically speaks aloud everything that is on the screen, and then I also use what's called a refreshable braille display, and so it also outputs the information that I'm seeing, or that you know, a sighted person would see on the screen, it puts it out in braille, and sometimes I like that because... You know, if you want to know how your sentence is structured, you want to make sure your spelling is correct, etc., I find it easier to be able to do that on my Braille display. Talk about the importance of knowing Braille and how that has made you more marketable, obviously. Well, and I, I do think learning Braille is very important. Like I said, it allows you to know how things are spelled. It allows you to see your punctuation, see how things are in, in some cases, you can see how things are formatted, right. not necessarily like font styles and that type of thing, but you're going to know if you've tabbed for a paragraph, things like that. And I mean, just in general, like if I go out to a lunch with somebody, uh, you know, for a business lunch, I can ask for the Braille menu and I can order independently. If I'm traveling, I can read the signs for the hotels and things like that. So it's very important to be able to be independent and not have to ask for assistance as much because there are some things that are braille and you can manage to do some things on your own. Definitely. When you're going out of town, I would say like when you're trying to find your hotel room, braille comes in very handy, Um, you know, restrooms. Yes. So just knowing those type of things could could definitely enhance your life. So what did you do prior to your employment here at Boston Enterprises? Um, Well, I mean, I went to school. uh, (laughs) Of all things, I majored in music business. Clearly, I'm doing something way far away from that now, but, you know, life has a way of taking us on an interesting ride. And then I did spend four years unemployed. Uh, Part of it I spent trying to find a job specifically in my field, but then the other part of it was just I was battling with trying to find a job, finding someone who would uh, allow me to work and didn't see my blindness as a hindrance and or, you know, by the time that... I was looking for a job. There's the big old resume gap, and interviewers are going, well, so what have you been doing this whole time? Right. All right. So uh, with the music thing, what would you? What was your aspiration at the time? Um, I wanted to do uh, what's called A&R, that's Artist in Repertoire, and the short 
version of a long explanation is those are the folks that help pick what goes on the albums, help decide yeah. what artists get signed, etc. Cool, man. Cool. I like it. Music is uh, definitely something I'm interested in as well. Absolutely. Cool. So why would you? Why did you feel like the employers were really, I guess, shying away from hiring you? Was it the stereotypes, misconceptions? What? How do, how do you feel about that? I think so. Uh, most of it, I do believe. And I mean, I literally had one employer who said, we really like your skills and we like what you have to offer, but we're just not sure how you do the job. And you see a lot of that because an employer thinks to themselves, how would I do this if I couldn't see? And they don't realize that we've learned skills to help us overcome that or they're not aware of the technologies that can assist us or just the easy adaptations you can make to make it possible. Yeah, like you say, just really the lack of knowledge and not knowing and not being exposed to that. Correct. So it leaves people more close-minded to what an individual with blind or vision impaired can actually do. Right. So how did you end up finding Bob's Enterprises? Well, I was working with another employment agency at the time, and this is, uh, oh my goodness, 12 years ago. <laughs> That's how long I've been at Bosma, folks, 12 years. Uh they were, um, Bosma actually at the time had a call center, and that was the department that I came in under. I had kind of been looking for some other call center work as well, and then Bosma came along. And I was hired here on our small little call center team that we had in the beginning, and the rest is kind of history. So I know we kind of touched on um, some of your duties here. So how do you help individuals who are newly blinded at our Center for Visionary Solutions for the Blind obtain those necessary computer skills? Well, there's a variety of ways. Let me just tell you, COVID-19 has made us be creative as all get out. Uh, there are some clients who are back in the center again, and for, and then for others, we're working with them virtually using Zoom. Good, thank goodness for Zoom. I don't know what we'd do without it these days. But, I mean, the goal with all of them, though, is I teach anything ranging from how to set up an Echo Dot to iPhone skills to some of them, they know how to use a computer, but they don't know how to use it with the screen reader. And so we teach them those types of skills. So it's a lot of different stuff. Everything from Gmail to Microsoft Word, Excel, just if you can think of it on the computer, you know, we might assist them in learning it. And I've also recently started getting into the Mac because some people uh, know that the Mac has built-in screen reading and they want that option. So a lot of different areas. Talk about the importance of really just knowing how to operate these computers nowadays and the smartphone as well and to become more employable to our employers. Well, it's important for a variety of reasons. First of all, as we all know, everything's going virtual and a lot of things are done online. Several things are web-based. So it's important to know how to use the Internet and, you know, the Microsoft Office and all those types of things because that's what employers expect of you nowadays. And on top of that, if you know how to use your smartphone, there are a lot of apps that they aren't even necessarily work-related. Things such as Seeing AI, uh, something called Ira, you know, those types of things that, you know, if you're in a pinch, you can either use it to read some text if you're talking about Seeing AI, or you go up to the copy machine and you don't know what the buttons are, you can use Ira and they can tell you, you know, what the buttons are on the machine. So there are things that are opened up to you all because you have a smartphone app. I would say that um, right now with 
COVID-19, and I hate that we had to go through a pandemic to um, be exposed to this, but may have opened up more opportunities, you know, for people who are blind to work remotely. Um, could you talk about that a little bit and how working remotely, I guess, can really, in, I guess, enhance you or make you more marketable? Well, it, it certainly does make things in some ways easier for someone who is blind, especially when we talk about transportation. Yeah. Because you're dealing with either rideshare, cabs, or paratransit most of the time, unless you're lucky enough to have a ride to and from. Right. But either way, you still have that transportation expense and or the long commutes. And if you start getting that out of the way, if someone can just log on and do their job from a computer, you know, that's <laughs> a sighted person or a blind person can do that. And we don't have... And, you know, like here, for example, our paratransit doesn't go outside of the county. Well, now someone who is totally blind can apply for a job that is outside of the county if it's remote because they don't have to worry about that transportation restriction. Yeah, transportation, as we all know, definitely is hit or miss. It could make you late. (laughs) You could ride around town and get a nice uh, tour of the city. Uh, But, yes, transportation is definitely a big barrier, so definitely learning how to you know, navigate the transportation system, whether it's taking a bus, open door, um, or cab. Um, transportation is very important. So talk about being punctual and setting up those type of uh, transportations in order to be on time for your job. Well, an employer expects you, you have your schedule, whatever it may be. You know, mine is 8 to 4.30. Yeah. And if I'm not here at 8 o'clock, then... I'm not here to do my job, and that's lost time that my employer is paying me for. And not that an employer is going to be terrible to you if, hey, I got stuck in traffic and I'm going to be, you know, a couple minutes late, but if you're doing that every day, that's going to start to become a problem. And so you definitely have to, and if you're reliant on something like Open Door, you're going to have to, you know, figure out their policy of, oh, allow yourself 90 minutes and then figure out from there how long they're actually taking to get you there and just start moving your rides around accordingly. And it's just, you just, that's what you have to do. And if your open door doesn't show up, you can't just say, well, I'm not going to go in. You're going to have to have the extra money or the backup plan to go with a cab or an Uber. Yeah, that's that's definitely true. I mean, that's one part of uh, being responsible, making sure that you're able to schedule those times that you need to get back and forth to work or wherever it may be. Right. Yeah. So talk about the importance of, uh, having proper cane skills in order to navigate your work environment. Well, to be fair, I'll say pop, proper excuse me, proper cane skills or if you are using a dog guide, uh, proper handling of your service animal. So, that's important because you need to be able to navigate safely and also you need to have good mobility skills so that whenever you're taught how to get to and from, you know, the your workstation, the restroom, all these things, someone's not going to be able to guide you all the time to and yeah. from these places. So your mobility skills, no matter what your mobility aid you're using, need to be good. And quite honestly, we're representing blind people every time we walk out the door, whether we like it or not. So you want your skills to be top-notch, and you don't want to look like you're fumbling around, or that starts to also perpetuate the stereotypes that we already deal with. So you definitely want to present yourself in a good light and like you are independent and have a grasp on things. 
Yeah. And you had touched on those apps like Ira, which is um, which is like has an agent, right? Yes, it's and a they live can, agent. A live agent that can help you in a pinch or just really help you in general. To, what do they all do with those agents? What can they all do? <laughs> the sky's the limit, to be honest <laughs> with you. I mean, and there's a variety of offers. People who have small businesses can get some free things done, like with their paperwork and their business needs. And if you're looking for a job, there's the job seeker offer. But, I mean, anything you can think of. I've done something as small as reading my directions on... Well, I did it this morning. I came in here and I could find every single direct piece of print on my pumpkin lattes except for the directions. So I called them to get that. Or I mean, but they could read work documents too. Like, you know, you get a handout and you try to scan it and it's just not working for you. You can call Ira and get them to email it to you possibly or read it to you so you know what's going on. But And this is a paid service, right? It is. Okay. And we do have, you have... Uh, Excuse me, other services that are actually free, right? Like there Seeing is, AI. Seeing AI is a free app, and it reads things on the spot using its camera. You're not going to have an agent. There also is a service called Be My Eyes. Now, I will say this. The caveat is, depending on which piece of it you use, you could be using a volunteer, so be careful with what information you're asking them for. And that's why sometimes employers don't like you to use it because they haven't signed away confidential agreements and things. But... Mm. See, but I will say this about Be My Eyes. They have what's called specialized help, and they've got Microsoft, Google. They've even got, like, Procter & Gamble products, and recently I just read that they have one for students who have graduated from Guide Dogs for the Blind. Didn't know that. I didn't either until yesterday. I would say even with those apps, you do have uh, the option. That's something I figured out before I heard about Ira and CNA. I was using Google Duo. Yes. And then the FaceTime option with the iPhone Sky. when I was in the... And a jam, you know, when I didn't know what my, uh, what was I looking my thermostat in the hotel. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, you got to be creative. And I, I wanted to say that, to say this, uh, when you're going out and you're looking for a job and making sure that you are making sure that you have, you know, you're dressed appropriately, you groom well. Yes. So if you're not sure, you can use those apps or maybe even a family member that you trust using Google Duo or, you know, FaceTime or whatever it may be. So that's just another aspect of when you're looking for employment. Well, right, and plan ahead. Don't call them the morning of expecting them to be able to put off their morning routine. I mean, if you're if you're unsure about an outfit, put it on the night before and give them a call. That way they have time, and if it's not something that looks right, you have time to fix it. Yeah, true. So um, what do you like to do when you're not working here at Boss Enterprises? Well, I enjoy uh, hanging out with friends. I think most of us enjoy doing that. Uh, you know, going out to have dinner. I I do still enjoy playing with technology at home because there's some things that, you know, you can't do on the job. You know, I, right. like, I, like, I like music, listening to it. And uh, not really a big movie person, but I do enjoy some of the musical movies. Uh, I like basketball. So I admit I'm kind of a homebody, but I certainly do get out and about with friends yeah. whenever... You know I can, and I am more than ready for live concerts to return. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know how those really uh, virtual concerts are <laughs> going right now, but you know I know some people are enjoying them. So, what um what advice would you give a person right now who is blind looking for employment? Well, I first want to say that we are in a challenging time, and so I know that it's difficult because even sighted people are struggling right now with the whole work scene. So. 
I say that because I know that, you know, the odds are already discouraging. We talk over and over again about the 70% unemployment rate, but honestly, figure out what skills you're good at. Just keep applying. You're going to get a hundred no's before you get a yes. The main thing is you just can't give up and you have to sometimes keep an open mind. I mean, what you want to do isn't always going to be what you're going to get to do, but try to apply for a company where you can move up and move around and maybe get to what you want. So, but just get experience, get someone to give you experience, walk in confidently, have answers, make sure you present yourself well in the interview. Don't, I mean, if they have questions, just answer them as honest as you can and make sure that you have you know, solutions to whatever they might think that the problems are and just brush up on your skills and, you know, just be persistent. Yeah, because not everyone who is blind does the same thing the same no. way. I mean, I may have a shortcut that you may not use. Or you may have a shortcut that, you know, I may not use. So just, just know that everybody's not the same. Everybody have different skill sets right. at the end of the day. So how does Bosma enhance your life, Mindy? Well, I mean, they got me, they gave me my first job. I was, quite frankly, living on SSI benefits before Bosma, and now I'm, you know, I'm making my own money. I've moved up. I've done what, four or five different jobs since I've been here in the last twelve years, and I'm certainly, you know, making more than I was when I started. And so I've been able to, you know, keep my house and yeah. buy things that I like and go out and enjoy, you know, experiences and seeing friends, going to concerts, doing the things that I like. And those are things you couldn't necessarily do whenever you're on a more fixed income. So certainly they've enhanced my life and made me be a productive part of society as well as be able to get out and enjoy things. That's that's cool. That's cool. Well, thank you, Mindy, for coming on the podcast today and informing us uh, on your role here at Bosman Enterprises and the capabilities of people who are blind and visually impaired and um, continue to do great things. And if you guys want to learn more about Bosma Enterprises and our Center for Visionary Solutions for the Blind, please visit us at Bosma.org. Make sure you subscribe to all of our social media channels and make sure you definitely subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts and on SoundCloud. And I'll talk to you guys next week.